We only have a limited amount of time because uh, on this particular day, uh, he has an appointment with his broker to take care of all of his cash. That is Nate Bauer from On3.com. I got to catch up with the the one guy who uh, fills my week with news, young young Shrewsbury. There you go. I understand that. Yes, (laughs) young Shrewsbury. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, oh my goodness yes we make sure you get that news uh coming up because they've got minnesota on wednesday night uh you watched it yesterday no seth lundy in the game uh what did you think about how penn state reacted yeah i mean two things it it matters right like that's the first thing (laughs) is is uh in a game that penn state lost by five you know and couldn't really get much of anything going offensively not for a lack of open shots but because those open shots did not go in yep um you know that's where that's where one of your better shooters makes a difference and so uh you know i i think that the game has to be viewed in that context of it's just uh i, I think too often we kind of gloss over personnel absences and that's one that you just you, you really can't do that so that's the first thing yeah. and then the second thing obviously is they played they played their grinding style to perfection yeah. <laughs> right? like they just they have they have really dialed in defensively what they want to do how they want to dictate the pace of the game um and you know i i think that they're going to give themselves a chance in all of these games, if they can execute that. And that's what they were able to do yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting in that game, you start looking at it, and even though they were behind the entire time, the last 5.52 of the first half, Ohio State didn't hit a shot. The yep. last 5.02 of the game, Ohio State didn't hit a shot. You're talking about 11 minutes of the game. The end of the first half, the end of the game – where Ohio State didn't hit a single shot. Yep. Yep. But was that the free throw line? And right. so exactly. you know, uh, there there's this there's this combination of yeah, if if Ohio State can get its points at the free throw line, that's that's enough of an issue on its own. But it's compounded when you have empty possessions offensively. No which doubt. Is what, which is what Penn State did. I, I, I <laughs> we, we have, we have message board threads that we do during games, and I was joking, but also with a a tinge of sincerity, you know, with three fifty to play, they were down four, and I, I made a joke. I said Penn State's going to have to score five, five more points than Ohio State the rest of the way if right. <laughs> it wants to win. And guess what? They didn't. Right. They didn't. Right? Ohio State. Ohio State closed those last four minutes with one, really one more point than Penn State. And, you know, it, it was a combination of a Sam Sessoms turnover, an untimely foul, like you, you name it. You just, the, the things that transpired at Northwestern down the stretch, Penn State couldn't do on Sunday. And that, that tends to be the difference in those types of games. Yeah, uh, in fact, Penn State committed 25 fouls in the game. Ten were against E.J. Liddell. That's 40% of the fouls. Now, he also handles the ball 40% of the time for Ohio State. 
and and he didn't have a great day at the line, but that's the kind of attention he draws. And I think, as Micah said, there, there are a couple times too many he felt Penn State went for ill-advised steals when they shouldn't have. Yep. Yep. And, well, and, and again, Steve, who covers E.J. Liddell in the first matchup? It was Seth Lundy. Mm-hmm. And E.J. Liddell didn't have a great game in that first matchup. No, he did so, not. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that I think that the thing, the point that Shrewsbury has made, and they, you know, they've social media eyed it a little bit in the time since, is Lundy has often gotten the best player on opposing teams mm-hmm. uh, through, through the course of the season right. and has done an excellent job. It is an underrated part of his game. And so when you don't have a piece like that, who is, you know, really as integral as he is to limiting opponents, you know, whether it's, whether it's open shots or, not fouling. That's that's an important piece that Penn State didn't have. Right. Uh, and they've got Minnesota next. Minnesota went through some of the same yesterday. Curry was out with an injury. A couple other guys were out for other reasons yesterday. They lost by 10 to Iowa. And it looked like um, Patrick McCaffrey played, but his brother didn't. I mean, so you're looking every day to see who's in and who's out. Uh, but they lost by 10 yesterday. You know, for Penn State, you know, this is something we've talked about before. But I mean, the bottom line is, you know, you have to keep winning home games. See if you can steal another one on the road. Yep, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I was literally just talking about this. This is this is the game that Penn State. You know, it, it can go either way, yep. but Penn State has to win, right? Like the six thirty p.m. Big Ten Network game that no one cares about against two teams or two programs that were anticipated or expected to not do a whole lot this season. Like you got to at home, you got to hold serve, and so that it, it is tremendously important that one they win, but two that Seth Lundy is a part of that. <laughs> like yeah. it, you know, it 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 all of a sudden becomes very very important what the extent of of his absence is based on you know, protocols and, and what have you, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. all, of, all of those things are going to come into play here. And if he's available, uh, I think it changes the dynamic of what the expectations are pretty significantly. I can't believe you'd make a statement about nobody cares about, uh, cares about. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, what, I, I mean, I mean, what, I mean what's, what's next, Nate? I mean, you're going to tell me they're just going to give a team one Saturday home game when the students aren't there? Is that the next thing you're going to say? Or are you going to say that they got to play on a Thursday <laughs> at midnight and have to come back and play on a Saturday at, 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 at noon? I mean, what, what, what are you saying here, Nate? I would never go so far. I would, ne- I would never throw out those scenarios. I've never lived them in my life. Never, never. Look, like, uh, there was a time in my career, and I'm sure you can attest to the same, where things like that kind of breeze past you. You just, you don't notice them. They're just, you know, it kind of is what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, But after 17 years, there are trends involved. And the trends, and and, like, I'm not even sure that anybody denies it, is, look, (laughs) like, when this is your status as a program, a traditionally underperforming losing program, this is where they put you, right? <laughs> they get, you, you have to be like the big 10 contract is that you have to be on ESPN twice. And so to knock that out of the way 
they put Penn State Northwestern because both programs stink. I, 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 <laughs> right? I, I, like, I, I've never noticed that. I'm, you know, I, I'm sure. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, you know, I'm sure I may have lived it, but no, I've never noticed it. All right. uh, <laughs> have I ever pointed on the show? I don't know. Maybe I get passing. Uh, okay. This is the last day you declare for the NFL draft, I do believe. Uh, it's one week after the national championship game. So uh, who are you waiting on right now to see as to you know where they play or go? Yeah, that's a great question. Um I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think. I think certainly for Penn State, um, you know, there would be questions for Mike Miranda. I don't know that he has put out a statement he is one not. way or another. Uh, I don't think Cam Sullivan Brown. Had, like, I, look, we're not talking about superstars here, but they are guys who probably would at least pursue that opportunity, right? If it if yeah. it was something in front of them. Um, so those those are two of the bigger guy is there somebody that i'm missing in terms of in terms of fifth year guys yeah, I, mean, I, I guess technically pinnegar yeah but he's i mean i think it's pretty clear yeah i know i understand uh, that i'm just saying or, yeah but yeah. believe it or not i believe with the COVID rules you do have to declare whether or not you're coming back i believe you do interesting I yeah be- i don't i'm not I, i'm not clear on that yeah. Because remember last year guys were declaring I'm coming back on that because I think the NFL wanted you to say out loud whether you're in or you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Well no, it's it's we've been we've been kind of following it and and you know, you, you uh Fred Hansard I don't yeah. think has has had a statement. No. Uh, but they're you know, they're kind of guys who have been in the program for a while and have gotten reps. You know, like they, these are guys yeah. who who have played, it's just a question of, um, you know, I, and I, I think that this is fair to say without uh, hurting anybody's feelings, like this isn't a one-sided decision, right? It, it is not right. just for the player to decide That's whether right. or not they want to come back. It's whether or not Penn State, uh, you know, feels as though it has the roster flexibility to maintain that, right, to, to keep that person around. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to get there. It's going to get there. I don't know what the exactly what the timelines are, but um, you know certainly there will there will start to be some clarifications in terms of the the overwhelming amount of Penn State scholarship athletes for next season. Uh, did Noah Kane surprise you in any way? And did it surprise you in any way that within minutes it was LSU? <laughs> yeah. So um, a, a little, a little. Right, I think I think that he certainly had uh, some signs on the wall, right? That things would continue to be difficult for him to really assert himself, and and not without or not with a lack of opportunities, right? I mean, he he was the first the first running back at the start of the season, really kind of held on to that role even through. Um, you know, coming back from that injury and then getting re-injured. Right. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's just it, it's just a tough situation because I think for him, very clearly, you you want to regain that status of what what you were, what he was as a true freshman. Um, you know, but is the opportunity going to be there when a Kevon Lee and a Nick Singleton and a Katron Allen are all still in that room? And uh, you know. 
certainly I think the combination of those things and, and it made st- sense. And still Keziah Holmes too. And Devin and, De- and, and Devin Ford. Exactly. Exactly. It's, I, a, it's, cr- it's, a, it's a it's an interesting room because you knew like you can't have six no. <laughs> right? Like you can't have six salvage running backs. It's just there's too many. Um yeah. you know, even even four is uh, maybe a little bit more of a sweet spot, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, shakes out next season. I cannot be the one responsible for keeping you away from Young Shrewsbury. Ah, yeah, I got I got to log on. It's uh, Zoom time. <laughs> and you zoom away. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Steve.